The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome back. Thanks for joining us as we take a few minutes out of our day in God's Word. Uh, we're glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning and hope that this, these few minutes together will be an encouragement to you. If you're following along with us in Scripture, uh, we are on your tablet, your Bible, or whatever. We're in Matthew chapter 14 and going through some of the miracles of Jesus at the moment. We're going to go to uh, one of the more popular stories or miracles of the account of the life of Christ found in Matthew chapter 14. And we're going to see at the beginning in verse 13 here in just a moment where we talk about the story of the feeding of uh, the 5,000. And when we look at this, I guess and I'm going to start with a question that as I was reading through this just a few moments ago, uh, this question came to my mind. Uh, in the middle of this, um, the disciples will ask a question. There's, you know, he, there's, it's getting late. People need to leave so they can go eat. And Jesus says, you feed them. And they make a point. We only have five loaves and two fishes. Simply, what was being said is, we don't have enough. We only have so much. And and the intriguing thing I ask, the question I would ask is, you ever feel like you don't have enough? You don't have enough for what God's asked you to do in life? I mean, I'm not just talking ministry or church, which that's part of it. You, you know, I feel like I don't have enough to serve in certain areas to do this. And all of that's a part of it. But what if I were to you know, say, do you feel like you have enough um, as a parent? As, as, a, as a spouse, as a, as a teen, as a, as a student, all the things that are in life. Sometimes you ever wonder, I just don't feel like I have enough for this. And so what we're going to look at in the next few moments is the fact that Jesus took what little they had and expanded it. And we see that what God has given us, what we have is what God has given us. And if we're willing just to give it back to God and let it be used, God can do amazing things with it. Matthew chapter 14, verse 13, the Bible says, When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by the boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. Now remember, he had just heard about John the Baptist being beheaded. Uh, he just, you know, I need to get away. I need to spend some time. He was his cousin. He was a friend. Um, obviously, at this point, the persecution towards uh, the religious preachers was growing. So he leaves. Let's just get away for a little bit and rest. And, and obviously, he was the one that designed the Sabbath. He knows that we need times of rest. Um, but he went, but the multitude heard this and followed him by foot. Now, I love this part. You have to know that Jesus is tired. You have to know that he's exhausted. You have to know that he's overwhelmed emotionally. So just put all that into what we see in this next verse. He looks out trying to get away, and he sees this crowd of 10,000. Well, they say it's 5,000. We say that. It's described here, here or in other passages as 5,000 men plus women and children, easily well over 10,000 people in this crowd. Uh, but he says in verse 14, when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude. He was moved with compassion for them, and he healed their sick. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place. The hour is already late. Send the multitude away that they may go into the village and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, we have only here, here only five loaves and two fishes. So the, what we see here is he stepped up in his fatigue, in his emotional fatigue and all those things. And I know people, I've read this, people say, well, Jesus knew that John the Baptist was in heaven or at that time in paradise and all that. And it's an okay thing. Can I tell you, he was still human. He, he went through the same emotions that all of us do. So to lose a cousin, to lose a friend in, in that type of way would have been emotional for him legitimately, by the way. So you look at this, 
And what you can see at this point was he was tired, had a right to want to get away. And when the people came, his love for the people overwhelmed and overcame his physical exhaustion, emotional and spiritual exhaustion. Uh, and I, I just, I'm glad that God is never too busy when we are overwhelmed. He's never too annoyed. We can come to him and he will always listen. He will always take our request. He will always take care of that. And he's always there and always present no matter what it is we're going through. So the, he, he gives this command to the disciples, you feed them. Now, please understand something. Jesus was fully aware of the amount of resources there. He was aware that they didn't come with food to feed 10,000 plus people. He was fully aware that because he was God, he is God, fully aware that all they had was his little boy's lunch. He was fully aware that that little boy was going to come and give his lunch up. He was aware of all of these things. And so what does he say? You give them to eat. He knew what was going on. Sometimes when God puts things in front of you, you say, it's impossible. I can't do this. I don't have the gift. Please remember whatever is in front of you right now, God is aware of it because God knew it before you got there. The battle, uh, the discouragement, the struggle, the overwhelming nature of wherever you are right now, God was aware of it when he put you there. And he's just like, keep going. Give me what you have. And sometimes we feel like we don't even have anything to give him because we're just overwhelmed. We're so overwhelmed with what's going on in life, so overwhelmed with what God's allowed into our life that, Lord, I don't even have anything to give back to you. you we all got there. I, it, I heard a person say this once. It's kind of like we're so tired. It's, it's the kind of tired you can't even sleep off. We, we can all get to that point sometime. But let me encourage you that just what, what you can, even if it's just your exhaustion, give it to God. So he's in verse... Um, 17, we only have only five loaves and two fishes. And he says, bring them to me, verse 18. Then he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass. Number two, can you just imagine just the necessity to teach to that many people? It's unreal, just the logistics of it. In the middle of 18, he took the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven, blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples and the disciples um, gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now, those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. That's the phrase where we get the idea there's more than 10,000 here. Uh, here's another question that has always hit me in this passage. Where did they get the baskets? I've always been intrigued by that. Maybe they brought, each one had a basket of their own. I'm always, I'm intrigued by that. It's a good, interesting question. Anyway, they go out. Can you imagine how much work it would have taken for these 12 men to feed 10,000 plus people? But they did it. And can you imagine what it would have been like? It's the basket. Maybe they're doing like an offing. The basket comes down the line. They grab it, and there's just as much food as it was when it started. And every line, every line, every time they go to go to the next line, convinced they're going to be out of food, basket's full. And every few minutes, there's, I mean, it's not just a miracle they were able to feed. It was a constant miracle over and over and over as the disciples are doing it. They get to the end of the line. Maybe this basket's going to be empty, and they turn around, and there it is, still full. I'm just overwhelmed and intrigued by that truth that this process would have taken them time and yet the entire time God continued to provide as was needed he didn't give them the food for 10,000 up front he gave them five loaves and two fishes of course they would have seen the beginning as he's breaking it up into the baskets they would have seen he's exceeding his own resource well, he's not he's exceeding their resource by infusing his own you know, God is able to provide, you know, all our needs according to his riches and glory. But that's the idea. It's his resources. So when I look at this, I see God recognize the minimal that these men had. And he says, if you will just give me what you have, then, and by the way, that would have taken an awful lot of trust to say, God, this is all we have. 
But he, but then we can see him multiply our minimal for his maximum. And that's really what he wants to do. That's really how he wants to work in our lives. I don't know what it is you feel overwhelmed with today. I don't know what you feel discouraged by. But can I encourage you what little we have, if, even if it's, you know, I'm handing you my discouragement. I'm having you my fear. I'm handing you my anger. I'm handing you my frustration. Whatever it is I'm handing you right now. Could we just simply recognize that if we give it to God, God can turn that around and use it for good. All things, Romans 8, 20, all things do work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And if we will give it to him and trust him, he will somehow turn the rough times into his, his glory and our good. And if we just got to stick with it, it's not easy, but stick with it and see how God will bless that. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Tuesday morning as we examine the life of Christ. I love studying the life of Christ, one of my favorite studies in Scripture. I hope it's an encouragement to you. I appreciate the privilege to be part of your day. Hope you have a great rest of your day and hope you continue to join us and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.